Now, here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. So we begin with our Jeff Passan, who reported that MLB working on a blueprint that could allow the season so to officially begin sometime in May. Uh, he has the details of MLB's plan. Major League Baseball would be isolating in Arizona. They would be playing games every day at spring training facilities at Chase Field. You might have two or three games a day there. All of the logistics of creating this biodome have to happen in order for it to happen. So there are so many hurdles that they have to leap through, whether it is ensuring the safety and health of the players, ensuring the viability of this dome so that they don't go outside of it and potentially infect other people. Uh, playing the games, getting ready for the games. Do you keep the bus drivers at the hotels? You know, all these questions that need to be answered But what they've got, Scott, is the backing of federal health officials. Major League Baseball and now the Major League Baseball Players Association have been in touch with officials from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as well as the National Institute of Health. And what they have come to terms with is that the likeliest way that baseball is going to be back in 2020 is if they follow this plan. Now, it's a difficult plan to follow, but I think it's one that as time goes on, they've come to terms with the idea that they are going to have to. Hmm. So, Jeff, who's on SportsCenter, you think this plan can work? I think that baseball sees an opportunity right here. It sees an opportunity where the NBA is shut down, where the NHL is shut down, where we don't know what's going on with the NFL, where Major League Baseball, as it did in 9-11, as it did uh, in World War II, as it has done throughout its history, is going to see itself as some sort of a salve. And that if it can go out there every day and bring some semblance of normalcy, you know, remember... Rob Manfred said these words to you just last week, Scott, and I think they were pretty prescient words because he was at that time talking with the CDC and the NIH, and they did know that this was an option and a possibility. And ultimately, if they are on board and if the players are on board, I think they will this thing to the beginning. Then it becomes a question, can the players actually be disciplined enough to stay inside and to really isolate themselves and ensure that this plan, which in theory is good, sees its way all the way through to execution. Now, Buster Only was on Golik and Wingo Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. here on 98.7 ESPN. He says one of the things the players are going to want to know is, how are we going to get tested? Testing. <laughs> you know, that there has to be confidence that, uh, you know, and I, th- I thought Jeff and Alden Gonzalez did a great story yesterday talking about how uh, the KBO, uh, baseball in Korea, they are pushing ahead and hopeful of a plan to uh, to move ahead later this month. And, they're, and part of how they're doing that, besides isolating the players is they're constantly testing the players and they're constantly working on, on trying to isolate uh, the players from any from any virus now uh, they do also point out that in some respects comparing what's going on in South Korea to what's going on here is apples and oranges because you don't necessarily have a federal standard there's not a, a national lockdown where you can confidently as confidently isolate the players and the staff so uh, i think that would be one of the first questions that the players are going to ask i know that from talking with folks last night
Speaking of players, Alex Rodriguez was on Get Up this morning, and he was asked, so how are players reacting to this biosphere, biodome situation? Everything is so fluid, right? And we make plans and God laughs right now. So uh, I think uh, there, are, there are no bad ideas. I think uh, to start thinking as a player, uh, preparing for the earliest time possible is the greatest thing we can do. Uh, the worst thing for a player would be, hey, we think it's August, 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 and then commissioner says, hey, we're opening things up, and you have to show up May 15th, and you're not quite ready. So I think it will be an adjustment, but uh, we, 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 have, we would follow suit. Speaking of adjustments, A-Rod, what would it be like for players playing with no fans in the building? It's a completely different experience. I've had a lot of experience playing B games, spring training. Sometimes you go to a backfield and there's nobody there but a few scouts and maybe a, a few fans. But obviously communication as an infielder will be a lot better. You can hear everybody. If a coach whistles at you, you can hear them. Um, you have to be careful on, on how you communicate because the other team can hear you as well. Uh, I think it will be fine for television, but on the field – It'll be just like a spring training game, and I think players will adjust nicely. Uh, I think players want to play and fans want to watch. And you wouldn't need a garbage can to know whether it's a fastball or a curve, Gordon. You would definitely hear that trash can now, though. <laughs> wow, that would really pop. It's like when well, the guy's the getting warmed up in the bullpen. Exactly, yeah, really. But here's the thing for me that Jeff Passan mentioned, Gordon, that, that was fascinating. And it was like the the drivers, if they're sequestered there, hey, Gordon, Bring your car. I mean, why don't, why can't the players just drive to the stadium like they do when they're home? Why do you need a, you know, cause everybody's sequestered. They're all going to play in the same place. In some cases, maybe that's a way that you can narrow it down, even though I'm really not a fan of this deal. The first thing that pops out to me is like, all right, everybody's going to be playing in Arizona in June. You realize it's like 105 yes. degrees in June in Arizona, right? At night. Like all these <laughs> spring training ball games are going to be played in outdoors in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that that's one of the first things that just the look, I, I want baseball. I want it back. I would love to be able to watch games with fans, without fans. I don't care. But it just feels like, again, it feels like this. It's like my son coming up with the idea to have a roller coaster in the backyard. Well, we could do this, and we could do that, and we could go around this tree. Yeah, it's not really feasible. Yeah, you're right. Let's move to the NBA, Gordon. Adam Silver says he doesn't expect a decision on the NBA front until at least May, but he does say on Twitter with EJ the season will be impacted at some point. Sort of the first week, first two weeks, we were looking at more specific scenarios in terms of if we start this date, what will that mean for the regular season? When would the playoffs begin? When would they conclude? And again, what I've learned over the last few weeks is that we just have too little information to make those sort of projections. Sorry. I, I will say, though, that as I look out into the summer, there does come a point at which we would start impacting next season. Now, even there, I think a few weeks ago, nobody thought we were talking about even a potential impact on next season independent of what we might choose to do to finish our regular season and playoffs. Yeah. And what's fascinating about that is Woj, who was also on Golik and Wingo, says, and the folks that he's talking with, there's optimism that we could have NBA basketball. There's no question the league understands that it's going to be an uphill battle to get back. But I still feel some pockets of optimism around the league 
that they could find a way to return and do it in a bubble environment, but uh, no one really knows what the world, what the country is going to look like in a month when they really have to start getting down, you know, to having a timeline that makes it realistic to play basketball again this season. You know what, Gordon, when, when you hear the baseball idea about everybody going to Arizona being sequestered there for months and you, you see what's happening with the NBA, well, we could come back, well, we may not go back, well, if we come back a certain time, it's going to affect next year. It just seems like everybody's, Gordon's just trying too hard. Everybody's just trying too hard. We know we want it back. We know that that gives an idea of some sort of normalcy. But, Gordon, let's not compromise, you know, everything with the sport that we, we're a fan of just to get it back. Well, look, I mean, it would be great to have it back. And I think the NBA has the benefit of if it does turn out that it, if they can get back this year and it would have to impact next year, I think everybody would sign for that, right? Like mm-hmm. there was already ideas of floating out there about, you know, maybe starting the season closer to Christmas Day. So I think that it, certainly shortening even next season, if next season were cut down to maybe, I don't know, 65 games as opposed to 82, I don't think anybody would really complain about that either. Um, but I just don't know whether or not it's feasible to be able to get the amount of games in if you're just talking about starting playoffs. It just seems like very pie in the sky. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're sitting here in a month and things are feeling completely different than they are right now. It's possible, right? Let's have that hope. But as I'm sitting here right now on, what is it, April 7th, Mm -hmm. uh, it just doesn't feel like that's really all that feasible for the NBA to get back at any point this year. I hope I'm wrong. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and, and because the playoffs would be, you know, with the injuries and everything, I think it would be compromised, Gordon, depending on when they come back, you know, because the longer it takes, how long is it going to get for them? And we were listening to baseball and folks, I mean, I was listening to um, the K show today and Tashera was saying it takes like three weeks to a month. And we're not even talking about pitchers who have to stretch out again. So when you come back, you know, you've got this injury situation, possibly, you know, you got expanded rosters. It's just same thing in the NBA. You know, the hamstring injuries and ankles and stuff like that. Coming back, trying to get guys to be to ramp it back up again after having, you know, been dormant for so long. Yeah, you don't know when and you don't know when you're going to know. You know what I mean? Yep. You don't know when you're going to know when. Uh, it's just uh, it's just the uncertainty of the situation right now. Now, I like the fact that people are, are thinking outside the box. Baseball, even some of the ideas that I hate, the seven-inning game, mm-hmm. I like that they're trying to be creative to figure out a way to have a season. And it still it does kind of feel crazy to me to think that that we're not going to be able to have any baseball season whatsoever. There, ha- I, It just feels like there has to be a way. I don't think the Arizona thing will work, mm-hmm. but maybe – you know, when we're sitting here in June and the temperature is 80 degrees every day, you know, mm. it, 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 it'll feel a whole lot different and, and things will, you know, just the, the state of the world will be different. But right now, that Arizona idea, like even when you just kind of scratch the surface, it just doesn't yeah. feel like it's really feasible. No, it doesn't. 